Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Transparency Card Podcast. We are officially entering season two, and I'm really, really excited about it. Full transparency. I didn't know if I was going to come back to this project. I thought about creating a new podcast or going a different route with my passion project. And I do have a new passion project, but it's nothing like this. I literally have just been having fun learning how to crochet. (laughs) But yeah, I think at some point during the year, aside from all the other things I was dealing with. I think I just was in such a negative space at some points during the year that I didn't feel comfortable coming on here and talking and venting because honestly, if I put anything out during that time, it would have probably been really negative content. And even though I'm all about transparency and expressing your feelings and validating them, I still want to be mindful of the things I say. And if I'm going to sit here and vent, I want it to be for a good purpose. And I want there to be a lesson in there. I want that decision to share something painful that I've been through to be intentional. And I think that's a major reason why I haven't sat down and recorded in a while To be honest, I did record a few things actually, and none of them felt good enough. A lot of them were pretty negative and very reflective of this headspace I was in. And for the first time in a long time, I didn't feel comfortable sharing that part of myself with the world or with other people. And then I also just didn't feel excited about anything that I was creating. So I know the biggest part of becoming really good at something or becoming successful in something is to be consistent, but I also would rather put out quality content that is meaningful and that is going to be helpful to other people than to just put out average content that doesn't have any purpose or I wasn't thoughtful in my delivery of said content, you know? So I'd rather produce quality content that is in alignment with the message I'm trying to put out in this podcast. And I didn't feel like I was in a space to do that. So I do apologize for anyone who really did like listening to me on a weekly, bi-weekly basis, but I am back and I feel a lot better and I'm looking forward to continue podcasting and to post episodes again and I feel rejuvenated and excited about it again for the first time in a while. So I just want to say thank you to anyone who is still here and who is tuned in today and for any new listeners, welcome. Hello. I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome to the family. To give you a little synopsis of what we talk about here on the Transparency Card Podcast, this is essentially my audio diary, and I am someone who is obsessed with life, and here I like to reflect on my experiences. I like to reflect on life in general. So, for example, one episode I may talk about heartbreak. I may talk about something that happened to me at work. I may talk about 
my mental health struggles. In another episode, I may question the existence of the human race. I may talk about my beliefs on social issues and how I believe we can make the world a better place. It's kind of all over the place and I absolutely love it. Every single season is going to reflect the phase of life that I am in. Last season was very mental health heavy. I was in a space where I think I was just trying to figure out who I was and what I wanted out of life. And I think if you listen to my podcast from the beginning up until the end of last season, you'll see that. I talked a lot about anxiety. You know, I talked about depression. I talked about how to keep going when life finds ways to get you down. And that was a very strong theme throughout that phase in my life. Now entering season two, we're on a different page and I'm really excited for this. This season, what we can expect, I can't sit here and give you guys a bunch of topics, but what I can say is the major theme of this season is intentionality and intuition. Over the course of the year, I've learned so much about myself. I feel like I am truly learning about the person that I am and I'm truly becoming the person that I've always wanted to be. And it turns out that I was always this person. I am now just peeling back layers of myself and finding her. And that sounds so corny and weird and poetic, but that's genuinely how I feel. And I feel really proud of that. And it's something that I actually want to share with people. That's also really weird to me because over the course of this year, I even went through a phase where I was like, I'm just going to keep everything that I know and everything that I've learned to myself. Like no one cares what I have to say. Or there are people out there who have negative intentions. There are people out there who want to see me fail. So I'm just going to shut up and I'm going to silence myself and I'm not going to share what I've learned. And it's so funny to me because before deciding to record this, I had to sit with myself and really give myself a pep talk and be like, you didn't start your podcast for anyone but yourself. You started this podcast, yes, to show other people that there's a way to find joy in your life, even when life gets really hard. But you also did this to help yourself. And now I'm realizing that on top of that, this is something that I have for myself, even if no one listens to this. I have this for future me or maybe my future children. I can come back to this and I can reflect on where I've been. And I've actually documented my journey to some capacity. And that's so amazing to me. And I had to sit with myself and be like, silencing yourself, you're only hurting yourself. You're not benefiting yourself in any way by doing the opposite of what feels natural to you, which is being authentic, talking about your experiences, listening to other people, validating other people, sharing your thoughts, trying to connect with others in some way. And that's what I do on my podcast. And I love it. Anyway, back to me peeling back layers of myself like a goddamn onion. I think I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm beginning to trust myself a lot more and I value the power of my intuition and I have discovered this version of myself that is confident and that is sure of herself and doesn't question herself too much. 
and who believes in herself to some degree, (laughs) still working on it, but I see the growth. And I think what has really gotten me to this point is my commitment to living an intentional life and my journey in learning to trust the power of my intuition and how to recognize it and to believe in it. And so that's what this season is going to be about. That's what the underlying theme in every episode that you guys will be listening to is going to be about. Some episodes may be me sharing an experience that happened recently and how I got to this point. An episode may be how you can live intentionally and how you can become the person that you want to be. Another episode may be about spirituality and finding a connection with a higher power and how that has helped me in my journey. And I'm just really excited to share this with people that this will resonate with. There are going to be a lot of people that might be turned off by the things I'm going to talk about. And that's completely fine because you are entitled to your opinions. You're entitled to your feelings. I respect that completely. I think that even people in my life now probably wouldn't fully get what I'm saying on this podcast or believe in what I do. And that's okay too, because we're all on our different journeys and we're all evolving at different times and in different ways. And even though I do believe that at some point all of our journeys intersect, I know that maybe you'll hear this now and think I'm crazy, but in two years you might remember this podcast when you're going through something very similar and be like, oh, wow, like, I get what she's saying now. And maybe you'll never understand it. And that's also totally fine. So I just hope that you guys can be open to what I'm going to be talking about here. I honestly think that the people that listen to me are pretty receptive to maybe controversial opinions or different perspectives that challenge their own. And that's why I love talking to you guys because I feel that in the audience that I have. So yeah, that's that. Yeah, very long-winded intro again. You guys deserve one because hello, I haven't posted in like May, June, July, August, September, October, like basically six months. But yeah, so Again, thank you guys so much for (laughs) tuning in or tuning back in, and I love you, truly. Let's get into this episode now. (laughs) So I know I said the underlying theme of each episode would be trusting your intuition and intentional living or intentionality. I think the best way to start this season is to share my journey of how I got to the place that I'm at and explain to you guys where I'm at mentally, physically, emotionally, and most importantly, spiritually. So here we go. (laughs) I mentioned before that this year has been insane. I summed that up pretty quickly. My journey began when I left my last full-time job. For those of you who listen to my podcast from before, you may know that I used to love where I worked. I loved my coworkers. I loved the work environment. I really did have a lot emotionally invested in the people that I worked with. And honestly, I think that's a huge reason why I stayed. I ended up leaving for a few reasons. One of them being I was interested in 
learning more about HR and dipping my toes in those waters and there wasn't any position available there. Another reason was there were a lot of ethical issues in that company and I felt a lot of it and a lot of unfair things happened there, a lot of inappropriate things happened there and I didn't realize how much it had impacted me until I left and that was even months after I left. When I made the decision to leave my job, it was probably one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make in my life. And I know that sounds really dramatic, but keep in mind that I've only been here for 24 years. So (laughs) it was. It was hard because I had invested a year and some change of my life into a company. I had spent this time day in and day out, building these really wonderful relationships with people that I really adored and I really truly loved. I really did. And leaving that job was really scary because on one end, you're like, well, what if I ruined my reputation? What if like they know people in the industry that I'm interested in being in and word gets out or I'm blackballed from, I don't know, from working in HR? But honestly, the main reason that I felt so hurt when I left and why it was such a difficult decision for me was because I really did love the people that I worked with. And the idea of not seeing them every day anymore truly broke my heart. And I also think that I was terrified of letting people down and being judged by people that I loved. I mean, that's basically what happened. You know, you don't ever really know what's said behind closed doors, but I know them well enough to know that I was definitely the topic of conversation for a while after leaving. It was really, really hard for me for a lot of reasons. At the end of the day, I left a job, so I (laughs) did not have any money coming in whatsoever, and I still had bills to pay. I was applying everywhere and I would be interviewing with people for three weeks on end to hear no. That was really hard. I tried to make my YouTube channel blow up in that time, but I realized that as much as I love YouTube and content creating in that way, that can be the only thing I do in my life. I feel like when my content revolves so much around me, and there's nothing else in my life really happening, I get stressed out, I get overwhelmed, and it doesn't feel natural to me. And so I had a really difficult time creating consistently during that time because after I posted a video and I had some downtime, I was back to questioning what's next. It's either what am I going to create next or it's when am I going to find a job? (laughs) I think one thing I love about working is the structure that it provides because now that I have something that I consistently can show up for, now I find little pockets in my days, whether it's before work or after work, to be creative. And I feel fulfilled in that way because I have that structure. I don't do well without structure and I tried to create it, but it was really hard for me. I also felt like a burden because I was then living, you know, with my partner after my lease was up. And I wasn't making any money and I felt like a freeloader. I felt gross. I honestly felt insecure because I have always prided myself on being this independent person. And then here I go fully relying on my male partner to literally 
take care of me because I had no money. I mean, I had money like saved up, but my roommate had left. So I had like the last six months of rent to pay by myself. It was really fucking hard. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't easy. (laughs) And so, yeah, I felt really bad about myself. And so I remember thinking to myself during that time, like, did I make a mistake? Should I not have quit? Like, why are things so bad? When I left my job, even though I was terrified to do it, even though I was heartbroken and it has taken me until, to be honest with you guys, maybe the end of last month to fully heal and recover from leaving there and everything that went down. And it still bothers me to this day. So I can't even say I'm fully healed from it. But even though I felt all of these negative feelings about the situation and about my decision, I still felt really proud of myself. And something in me told me that I did the right thing because even though things got pretty bad after I left that job, what I left with was my dignity. What I left with was my self-respect. And I was really proud of myself for choosing that over any job or any amount of money. Like I said, I'm not going to go into too much detail about what happened there because I think I might save that for another podcast episode. I don't even know if it's worth really talking about. I think I kind of grieved it out already. Like I said, like I want to be more intentional with what I say and how I go about sharing stories and there always has to be a meaning and a purpose behind something. And the only way I'm going to share the nitty gritty dirty details of what happened there is if I can come up with a valid reason to share it and how it could help other people and honestly I do have a few reasons why I should share it but I think this podcast would be way too long if I shared the whole story right now but just know that's where I was at I was in a very dark place in my life and I felt so scared of what was going to happen next and if I would be unemployed for another year or two and if anyone would ever want to hire me and if I made the right decision. It's so weird because like I just said, I knew I made the right choice, but because of my circumstances, I began to question it. I now understand that I needed to go through that period for a reason. To Up to today, that was the worst period of my life. <laughs> I've never been in that little control of my emotions in my life, probably. There were a lot of ups and there were a lot of downs and there were a lot of me trying to find some sort of peace in the chaos. Yes, that was a very difficult time for me earlier this year. And it's so crazy to think about that that was literally a few months ago because it feels like years ago. This year to me has felt like six years because this so much has happened for me in this year. Even though I was terrified, I didn't know when I would get another job, when someone would give me a chance. I wasn't sure that the industry that I was interested in was the right industry for me to try to break into because I had never really done anything in regards to human resources, except for one little thing I did with my cousin. I was really scared because I didn't have the experience. I was really scared that my ex-coworkers would find out about my situation and judge me. I was scared that they would figure out that I was unemployed and that I was really going through it. 
and I hated the idea of them probably laughing at me and judging me because she left and look at what happened to her. That's what she gets. You know, I remember just being really scared that they would find out and that they were judging me. That gave me a lot of anxiety and I really dug myself into a dark place with those thoughts. And I know I always preach about not letting anyone's opinion phase you, but at the end of the day, we're human beings. And someone who doesn't know me, I really couldn't give a shit if they don't like me because you don't know anything about me. So it's not me that you don't like. It's you that you don't like. But when it's people that you love and that you know and who you've built relationships with, them judging you, it hurts, honestly. And I was really scared that that's what was happening. And I think even at one point I was like, oh, my God, is this karma for leaving the way I did? Like there were so many questions that I had. And even though I was having questions like this and feeling this way, and even though my circumstances got substantially worse after leaving, I still remember feeling like I made the right decision. The day that I fully left, I felt so at peace And I knew that it would probably be hard to find another job as soon as I had expected to. And I knew that I would have a couple months where I wasn't doing shit. And trust me, I hated the idea of it. But what I hated more was me staying somewhere where I was not appreciated, where I was disrespected and undervalued, where my contributions were not really acknowledged and where I was emotionally abused. (laughs) I was really proud of my decision. And that was the first time, at least to me, like that was one of the most monumental times in my life where I began to trust my gut. So after that, as you guys now know, I now have a job, a full-time job. I work in human resources and That in itself has been so amazing because during the time where I was healing from everything that happened at my last job, during the time I was unemployed, I went through so many different emotions. And I think that God or the universe or whatever you want to call it truly does have a plan for everyone. And I do think that the reason that I now am in the position that I am in is because I went through that dark period. If I was still unhealed and still hurting and I got the job that I have now, I don't think I would do my job as effectively as I do now. I don't think I would appreciate my job as much as I do now. I don't think that I would really give my all the way that I do. I also learned from my last job that I have to trust my intuition and what my gut is telling me. And that usually when you have this gnawing inside of you, this feeling, these thoughts that keep returning to you and telling you something, sometimes you have to surrender and listen to it, even if it's not what you want to do. If I had never left that job, I don't think I'd be the person that I am today. I think I would have still been miserable forcing myself to do something every day that I really did not want to do and subjecting myself to certain injustices. And I'm so happy that I made that decision. 
over the course of this year, in between the two jobs, I've learned so much about faith. I've always been like a relatively optimistic person, I would say. And I never realized that true optimism, in my opinion, I think the foundation to it is faith, is hope. That's just how I'm programmed. I'm not saying I'm the happiest person alive. I'm not saying I'm always on 100 because I am not, trust me. But I've always had this weird feeling inside of me that tomorrow can be so much better. Right now, I can create a new beginning. Things will get better. That's always been something that I told myself when I've gone through difficult times in my life. And my boyfriend actually... When I finally got my job, he was like, I'm so proud of you commending me. And I'm like, okay, like I literally just did some interviews. Like it's, I don't, why are you congratulating me? And he's like, you're a really resilient person. Like you've been through a lot this year and you kept going and you didn't give up and look at where you are. And that's another reason why I think it's so important to at least have one person that you share your journey with because I think a lot of times we underestimate ourselves and we underestimate our abilities and we don't take the time to really reflect on the accomplishments that we've made. As humans, we naturally have a sort of negativity bias and we are therefore kind of predisposed to focus on exactly that, the negative. When you have people that remind you like, yeah, you went through a difficult time, but the decision that you made led to your current circumstances now. And you are so much happier now than you were then. Mind boggling. It takes you for a spin. You're like, wait a minute. That's true. (laughs) That's so true. From that experience, that's when I began to have faith in my opinion and my gut, right? I also think another event that took place this year that really forced me to start to trust myself more was my ex-roommate leaving. This is probably something I'll talk about (laughs) later in life. I don't even know. I just would never want to bring that sort of toxic energy into this podcast. This is a safe place, okay? But when my roommate left, you know, long story short, we had a pretty volatile relationship. It was very toxic. And I remember always having this sort of anxiety around this person, like feeling on edge because I never knew how they were going to react to things I said. And I never felt safe to really express myself to this person because I was always scared of how they would react and how they would treat me or the nasty things they might say or might not say. Like I was always on edge and I would still time after time, like give this person a chance. And honestly, there have been other people in my life that I've done this with. It's a recurring pattern that I've, I can happily say I've completely ended now because of this relationship and how it ended. And I remember on New Year's Eve, New Year's, I think actually, we decided to call it a truce and we decided to really try again and to be friends again. And I told myself that I would forgive this person and I would really genuinely try to be their friend and trust them and have faith that this person could change for the hundredth time. And then not even two weeks into January, this person told me via text while we're still living in the same apartment that they're leaving and moving to another state while we have five, six more months of rent to pay. 
I know. Insane. I remember thinking to myself, I should have trusted my gut and not trusted this person. I should have known that this is what would have happened. But even though (laughs) I went through that difficult time, that financial hardship, that very unhealthy relationship, I, I put up with things that I should not have. And I learned a valuable lesson there. Trust your gut. When you feel uneasy about someone, it's for a reason. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You're not being judgmental. You're not making assumptions. Your judgment was based off of what this person's actions were and how this person made you feel in real time. Don't invalidate that by trying to see the best in someone who clearly does not care what you think of them because they consistently hurt you and you are allowing them to continue this behavior and to continue to hurt you. I also learned the value of setting boundaries from this person. (laughs) And so that was another event that happened that really fostered my growth Over the course of this year, with everything that's happened, I've learned to really trust myself. And that is something that is so valuable. And I think that when people in life, especially young people, I feel like when you're a teenager and into your 20s, like so many of us are so lost. And it could be for a variety of reasons, right? Like some people didn't have the right role models or some people weren't taught these things, like how to think for yourself. You know, some people didn't have anyone and they raised themselves. And sometimes you just have to experience life And go through situations like these in order to get that knowledge. Like everyone's journey looks so different. But I think a large reason why so many people feel lost is because we don't really know ourselves. And a lot of times I find we don't take the time to figure out who we are. I think that's why everyone kind of wears the same thing and speaks the same way and tries to be like everybody else because you don't know who you are. And maybe deep down inside you do, but you're petrified of what people are going to think. You're petrified to live in your truth. It could be either or. I genuinely did not know, you know, who I was. Like, I knew who I wanted to be, but I was so afraid to try it out because every time I would give myself a centimeter, right, every time I would just try just the tiniest bit, I would be shut down by people that didn't want to see me grow in the way that I felt was best for me and in what felt the most natural for me. And because I was such a people pleaser, I listened and I hurt myself emotionally and spiritually in doing that. Trusting yourself and acknowledging your intuition is one of the most powerful skills a person could have because when you acknowledge that feeling inside of you, you can never rewire your brain to not listen to it. And what that feeling inside of you is telling you is that you have the power of discernment. You have the power of choice and you are in control. I never realized that until I began to give myself the grace to trust myself. I used to take everyone's word as Bible, as God's word. Because I've always been someone who, like, I mean what I say, 
type of thing. And I just assumed that since everyone is such a good person, like people are the same way. That's not the case, right? Never is, never has been, never will be probably. Trusting yourself shows you that you have the power in your life and you call the shots. You just have to listen to what feels good to you, what feels natural, and let that guide your decisions. It's so funny how we spend so much of our time looking for ourselves in different people and relationships and careers and whatever it is it may be in these external tangible things when who we are and who we're meant to be already exists within us. We just haven't given ourselves permission to really explore what that looks like. And that's what I've learned. And I feel really thankful that I had the opportunity to learn that at this age because I think now knowing that I am this powerful being and I have this wonderful gift where I can read a person, I can read a room, I can read a situation and I know what's good for me and I know what isn't that I can make more educated decisions and I can make better decisions not only for myself but for the people that I love and maybe for society, who knows? And that makes me feel so good and that provides this sense of stability that I've never felt in my life. And it it's so weird that the answer was within me the entire time. It just took some really crappy situations to... <laughs> bring that out but I'm just thankful for it all so how does intuition and intention how did these two concepts tie into one another well I think it's very simple a common example right you can't love someone else until you love yourself you can't practice real love with another person until you've practiced it with yourself right with your intuition It's similar in that way where until you start listening to yourself and making those decisions for you, the ones that feel natural to you, living in your truth, it will be really hard for you to live an intentional life because intention is all about why. When you live intentionally, every single decision you make You ask yourself, why am I doing this? What is the purpose of this? Who is this benefiting? Who is this hurting? Does this align with my morals, my values, my beliefs? The only way you're ever going to live intentionally is if you understand, acknowledge, and value your intuition and your truth and who you are. That's when intentional living and making intentional decisions comes into play. I didn't realize that I had gotten to a point with my intuition that it is now becoming visible in my external life. Like basically what I'm saying is I didn't realize how in tune I was with my intuition until I began to live intentionally. I knew that I had learned to trust myself and I felt really proud in making those decisions that felt natural to me and without shame and without guilt. I knew I was doing the right thing. However, 
I didn't realize how much of a skill this was. And I didn't realize that I could use this as fuel to make really beneficial changes in my life until I saw it reflected in the intentional decisions that I began to make. I've always been someone, and if you've listened to me before, if you've listened to any of my episodes in season one, you know I'm all about self-awareness. I'm all about holding yourself accountable and forcing yourself to acknowledge when you fuck up and to, you know, make it better and to do better next time. I'm all about that. And so with intentional living, it's pretty similar, except for instead of questioning myself, I'm questioning the decisions I make. And I guess you could say that you are your choices. So maybe it is the same thing, but I'm questioning on a larger scale, I guess. So for example, let's do like a very standard one, right? So drinking Starbucks, purchasing their products, right? In the past, I would always buy Starbucks just because everyone else was buying Starbucks and that's just the place you go to get coffee, right? Like that was always my mentality. That's the best place to get coffee. Never did any research on the company, never thought too much into it. Then, of course, 2020 comes around and reveals all of these corporations that are basically using uh, prison labor to produce their products. Do I still support Starbucks? Absolutely not. (laughs) Why? Because personally, mass incarceration, for some reason, has a chokehold on me. And that is one social issue that will always genuinely hurt my heart. And I could be literally fucking starving or dehydrated as hell and walk by a Starbucks and not go in just because I now know what they represent. I now know what they support. I now know who they help and who they hurt. And I had always heard great things about it, right? I always heard like, oh, if you worked at Starbucks and you were a student, I think they like help, they give you a grant or they help pay your tuition, something amazing, right? I always thought that was so dope. And then when I found out that, yeah, okay, you're doing all that. So you're helping like these young human beings, but then you're also exploiting a very vulnerable portion of our population. I don't know. The cons kind of outweighed the pros for me. And that's just like a very standard example, right? So when I began to trust myself, I began to then ask myself questions like, okay, well, now that we are following what feels natural to us, let's experiment. Does purchasing this feel natural to you? Are you doing it because you want to do it or because your best friend is doing it or because everyone else is saying that this is what you should do with your money or why are you doing it? When I really sat down and fleshed everything out, I realized a lot of the decisions I've made in my life, whether it be ones regarding relationships, whether it be financial decisions, a lot of it revolved around the opinions and the actions of other people because I didn't know myself. I didn't have guidance in that way. I was just trusting what everyone else said about what to do with my life and my future. But did I really listen to what I wanted? Not to the fullest capacity, no. To some degree, yes, I wasn't only doing things I absolutely hated. But a lot of the things that I did were because I was influenced. And I'm not blaming other people. I'm just noticing that 
I didn't know myself. And so I made decisions and did things that did not feel natural to me and that actually hurt me. And then years later, they come up when I'm crying and they come up out of nowhere and I start feeling angry or sad or resentful. And it's like, well, you made that decision. Why did you do it? I didn't know myself. So now that I trust my decisions and I trust what feels natural to me, I can now question things around me a lot more confidently. If I know that one of my guiding principles in life is, okay, I only want to participate in activities that feel good for my soul, I know that drinking on a Wednesday night is not going to benefit me because I don't drink alone anymore. I don't drink by myself because drinking doesn't make me feel fulfilled. It doesn't enhance my quality of life at all. And so I haven't really been drinking. (laughs) Another guiding principle of mine would be practicing love and being mindful of how I go about practicing love, being really self-aware in that way. And so when I interact with other people, I'm constantly asking myself, is what I'm about to say going to be helpful to this person? Is what I'm about to say going to hurt this person? Is it worth bringing this up? How can I make this conversation as impactful as possible? You know, I think when you're in that phase where you're learning about yourself, it's important to ask yourself these questions of, okay, well, now I have an idea of what I like. So what impact do I want to leave in the world? How do I want people to remember me? What can I do in real time, in real life that is going to make me feel this good? What can I do in real life that will reflect my morals and my values and my philosophy of life. For me, I'm all about practicing love. I love learning. That's one of my main things. I love community. I'm a huge advocate for humanity, if that makes sense, or I'm a huge advocate for treating one another like human beings, (laughs) I guess, human rights. And so knowing these things about myself helps me make decisions that in the grand scheme of things does cause this ripple effect. It's kind of like when you watch those commercials about pollution and they're like, oh, it's just like you think that you don't have an impact, but you are leaving a footprint by doing this. It's true because I think, again, we undermine the power that we have. For example, I'm responsible for helping pretty much everyone in my company either enroll in 401k plans or helping them choose the best medical insurance and things like that. If I went in with a really bad attitude, like, I don't want to help you. I don't want to do this. How do you think these people who probably already don't even want to do this or who think that this is a hassle are going to feel? They're probably going to be like, oh, never mind. Like, forget it. Like, I'm just not going to do the 401k because I'm just not going to do the 401k plan or not enroll in the medical insurance just because she's making it very obvious that it's not worth my time to do it or that she doesn't want to help me. I could be impacting these people negatively and causing them or influencing them or whatever the case may be, driving their decision to make a harmful decision to themselves because I'm not being cooperative or I'm not being helpful or I'm not being sincere, right? 
if I go in there with a positive attitude and it's something like you really don't want to do, like it's something that they hate, it's a lot of paperwork, it's a lot of tax forms, whatever it may be. But I go in there with a positive attitude and I'm like, hey, like we're going to get this done. I'm here to help you. Any questions that you have, I can help you. If I can't answer them, I'm going to find the answer for you. It'll be quick. I'm going to make this as easy as possible for you. They're going to have a positive attitude about that. Like, don't ever underestimate your power and think that you can't create an impact in this world because you do. I know that I do that on a daily basis, not just in work, in the lives of the people that I love, my family too, my friends. You think your friends don't acknowledge that you help them with their problems? That's why they come to you. You're that person for them. That's a beautiful thing. Like, I think, I don't even know how I got on this topic, but... My point is, it's like when you move or you make decisions that are intentional and that feel natural to you and that align with your life values and principles and with who you are and your truth, like not only does it feel so fucking good, but you're making a difference in some way. And that's amazing. It feels so good, not only because you are honoring yourself, but because you don't have to question if you did the wrong thing. You know when you make a decision and you did it because other people told you to? You know that guilt and that shame you feel? Sometimes you feel ashamed that you let people peer pressure you into doing something, or maybe you feel guilty because you really hate what you did and you wouldn't have done it if they hadn't told you to do it or you feel like you are a pushover because you did it, whatever. Like When you honor yourself, you don't feel that at all. You made the decision that felt absolutely right to you, and that's all that matters. It's the best. And so I encourage you guys, if you're feeling lost in life, to take that time to really listen to yourself and honor who you are. I think from there, you'll be so much more intentional with how you spend your time, what you spend your time doing, who you spend your time with. Because time is the most valuable resource. And I also think that when you have an understanding of who you are, it reflects in every aspect of your life. It reflects in your relationships. It reflects in your career. It reflects in your level of happiness because you're honoring yourself and you're being who you are. And so you're attracting people that really do resonate with who you are. And you're attracting job opportunities that resonate with your capabilities and your skills and your passion and your desire for knowledge. And I really think that's how you live a fulfilled life. It's not about how much money you make. It's not about impressing X, Y, Z. It's about honoring your truth being exactly who you are, attracting the people that love who you are, attracting opportunities that fall into that ecosystem effortlessly. Things begin to feel so fucking effortless and like they make sense when you're doing things that feel right. Period. That's it. So this was a very long episode. I (laughs) am just going to stop because my mouth is dry. My kitten wants to come in the room. I kept her out because she's a little noisy sometimes. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to me rant. This felt really good. I made an intentional decision to record this. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. Take a shot every time I said intentional or intuition in this episode. Just kidding. 
if you're gonna take a shot of something make it like kombucha or something i don't know okay i'm done i love you guys so much thank you for listening and you'll hear from me as soon as possible i'm not gonna sit here and promise next week i'm aiming for next week but we will talk soon drop a rating if you enjoyed this and share with any friend who may need to hear this all right cool i love you guys talk soon bye